said pop lock stop and roll it's the motherfucker time that you, you all know it's the black filipino bump the track we know if you like this then donate a c no uh on the pod to the c to the ast opinionated and highly concentrated x-rated even better to listen to when you're faded What's up, Chocolate and Via Lessons Drive? It is Chocolate and Via of Chocolate and Via Lessons. I'm laughing because this is take two. I could not remember how my intro went. It's been that long. What's up, motherfuckers? It is August 8th of 2023. I am excited to be back. I hope y'all have been well. It's been a crazy couple of months. The last time I recorded was in May, I believe. It was the end of May, and May was five million years long and then june happened and then july happened and here we are in Ar- in august here we are in august okay i hope everybody's been good uh let's get into it uh oh you're probably wondering hey chuck olympia where's the music at the beginning of this i mean aside from my my intro song which shout out woo woo to uh snacky snacks Again, for the banger, always. I hope you hear that bass in that bitch. But um, I don't have music to play right now because my episode, episode 100, my prize possession episode, my pinnacle of getting to a specific number goal in podcasting was taken down by Spotify because the owners of the song that I used in that opening said that they they needed to take it down (laughs) so listen I'm all about if you follow me on any social media as you know I love tagging people I love giving credit where credit is due I even said the title of the song I'm not going to say it now because I want to fucking give them any more attention right I'm not even going to, well, I can't play it again because then this one will get taken down. But it it was a joke, the song that I used, okay? Like, literally, most of the shit that I do anywhere is in sarcasm or as a fucking joke because it's cringe or it's just so delulu that it makes me laugh. And if people take that shit seriously, you obviously don't get me or what my podcast is for. Even though I do sprinkle, you know, truth and life lessons and all that shit in there. I, like, come on, bro. I, the song that I used was the fucking, like, I don't even know what year it came out. It's so, it's so just, like, joke rave song. It's the that one where it's like, right like so stupid and I used it as a joke because I was celebrating because it's like for like five minutes right excited about getting to 100 episodes and now that whole fucking episode is gone like just gone so I had a moment of just being really irritated and annoyed and not wanting to come back because fuck that shit fuck that song fuck that company like whatever you know like real 
riled up about it. Still riled up, I guess, apparently. But then I decided, like, bitch, whenever anything like that happens to me, what do I do? I figure out a way to make it my own thing. Because I just fucking hate being told what to do. I hate following the rules of some just like basic bitch, whatever the fuck, you know, I'm not, I'm trying to censor myself as I go, but I know I'm using curse words, but like, how can I make it mine? Right? So I started a Patreon years ago. Like the first thing I do when it comes to branding, here's a tip for you guys. If you're wanting a tip, When you're creating a brand or you're creating a company, every fucking thing that has to do with ownership, websites, URLs, social medias, you got to claim that shit. So years ago, I had claimed Patreon at Chocolympia, right? So just anything, anything that's that I have for my brand, Chocolympia is at Chocolympia or it's at Chocolympia Lessons, okay? So if you're ever trying to find me on anything, look those two things up. That's where I'll be. Um, But also you can go to my website, www.chocolympia.com, and in there you can find my link tree, and it has all of my links to everything that I have, okay? And there's always more. I'm always adding more to it. So I created a Patreon for Chocolympia years ago and I just never did anything with it because there are so many other like established sites and at that point when I had created Patreon for some reason Patreon was like ooh Patreon if you have Patreon you're probably just like a big slut and that's what you're posting there which is so weird because who fucking cares like also there's community guidelines for everything okay so like you know, worry about yourself. I don't understand that, but moving on. So I have that. And then I thought, I'm just going to fucking do my podcast there. Now, I know I have a lot of you that listen here and I appreciate, appreciate you so much for being here, listening to all of the episodes, listening to me rant off my ass, listening to me talk about all kinds of shit that we've talked about in the, what, four years that we've been together. Thank you so much. I love you. Salamat. I'll do like a once a month thing here, most likely. I mean, kind of at the fucking rate that I'm going now. You know what I mean? (laughs) But that private RSS, that private RSS feed, bitch, it's going to be on Patreon. Because that way, that's for the loyals, you know what I mean? Like, free is cool. I love free. That's how I interact and share everything with y'all. Most of my shit is free. But I do have my paid platforms. Now, people will side-eye the paid platforms, which is weird because it's like going to work every day. Nobody side eyes you when you drive up to your nine to five, right? They're like, good, you should have a job. (laughs) But when you try to be an entrepreneur and you do shit outside of the box, people look at you 
weird. I don't know why. It's also work. And if anything, I don't want to say it's harder. It's just different hard, okay? Because you're, you're hustling more than nine to five. You have to put in the work when other people get to clock out. There's, there's positives and negatives to both. You know what I'm saying? So depending on how you interact with being told what to do and rules and guidelines and all of that, then, you know, you can kind of figure out where you need to go. But for me, for me, I just, I don't know. I always knew that I like to do my own thing. I don't like to be micromanaged. I fucking hate it. I don't like being told what to do with my abilities and my talents. So, yeah, that's where we are on that. So follow me or subscribe to me at Patreon. I will try to be there more than I'm here. (laughs) I don't know what to fucking tell you. That's, you know, that's the goal. But having them take down episode 100, even though I fought it and was like, it's fucking, you know, it's not even, that's not even a song that anyone's fucking, you are lucky that I am giving your stupid song more exposure on my podcast. But anyway, it's fine. I'm over it. (laughs) I'm really, I'm, you know, whatever. It's fine. Okay. So yeah, but still, you know, leave a five-star review here. Still listen. I'm still going to be posting content here. It just won't be as frequent as it will be on Patreon and some of my other played platforms, played, paid platforms because a bitch needs to make money. And that's what I'm talking about. It's eight, eight. It's Lionsgate portal, motherfuckers. We're manifesting fucking shit tons of money okay we're manifesting amazing job opportunities work opportunities business opportunities career opportunities we're manifesting happiness and the ability to do what we love and be able to also enjoy and relax and travel and shit like that you know I'm on a good one I had um I had bang earlier, like many hours ago, right? But I'm also just really, today I've just been like, I've been cleaning, I've been organizing, I've been throwing shit away. I fucking love throwing shit away. I love seeing stuff that I don't use anymore and donating it or giving it away or throwing it the fuck away. I love it. I don't know what that is, but I love it so much, you know? Making space for abundance, Yeah. So, um, oh, I should say, this is episode 131. Hi. Welcome to Chocolumpia Lessons. I'm (gasps) Chocolumpia. Yeah. Um, It's been a busy day. It's been a busy, crazy last couple of months, but we'll get into it. Also, I should just start this off with a warning. Today's episode and all episodes contain triggering topics. Literally all of them, probably. A fuck ton of foul language and my slightly unfiltered opinions, because if I fully unfiltered my opinions, everyone would be crying, okay? So this is still filtered, but uh, I tend to curse a lot here because I can. (laughs) And I can't 
at work and I can't on YouTube. Well, I can, but they fucking get weird about it and shit. And then on TikTok, you have to censor it. And then on Instagram, God forbid you show that you're a fucking female, you know, like yikes. Uh, They'll restrict your shit because just looking like a woman is um, part of the community guidelines. (laughs) You can't. (laughs) So, yeah, this is why I have my other platforms, because I can fucking be the person that I am in peace without people trying to police every fucking thing that I do. So, yeah, Um, follow me on all of those things. Anyways, it feels weird not having an intro song, but we'll just use the intro as the intro song from now on because you still get to dance to that. But there is no like music that I get to listen to and you get to listen to before I come in guns a blazing, just fucking lighting shit up with my opinions. You know what I mean? So yeah, today's Lionsgate portal, it's the day for manifesting. It's the day for creating what it is that you are wanting in the future. I did the two cup method this morning and it was really cool. I posted about it on my TikTok. I'm not going to talk about it more here because if you want to know about it, you can Google it or you can watch it on TikTok or you can just fucking Google it because Google is free, right? I explain it in my TikTok video that I posted today. And um, it was something that I wanted to try. And I'm excited to see how it goes. I've also been doing the 369 method. Again, you can Google that or you can TikTok Google it. (laughs) Search it in TikTok. Um, That's been like for me, I just I don't I'm not like really a fan of handwriting things anymore. Like now that I don't have to. But it's part of. I feel like it's part of the process. Like when I can write down my own notes and see the words that I thought on paper, I feel like I manifest better that way. I also write out my notes before I start this podcast of things that I want to talk about to keep me somewhat on track, even though it literally does not sound like I have any fucking track at all when I start this. But I really do. I do have pinpoints that I want to discuss and share with you guys. But yeah, so... Uh, did that majority, well, not majority of the beginning of today to kind of start off my day and cleaned out my house, did lots of laundry. Um, yeah, really just a nice, refreshing start. I'm going to post this before 8-8 ends so that, you know, I mean, you don't have to do all of these things on 8-8. I just felt like I wanted to, to connect to it. You can use the rest of August to really manifest for the Lionsgate portal. And again, Google it if you are having any questions about what the fuck that even is. But yeah, I'm not going to keep this as a very long episode I just wanted to kind of check in especially today because it just felt like a monumental day and I really wanted to check in with you guys because I haven't been here like I've kind of been on social media but not really because I don't know I just I I started to feel like people were in my business too much and that sounds so dumb because it's literally social media and you share like what you're doing and all of that but I just there's a difference between me sharing 
things that I'm doing. And you guys know, I don't talk specifically about anything too, too much. I give some details here and there, but I just really, I don't like being, I don't like having tabs kept on me. I don't like being micromanaged. Like it just feels very like, like I'm using my hand, right? You can't see me, but I'm, I'm using my hand to like pull away at what feels like restrictions like clothing and it just it just makes me feel really gross um I don't like being watched in a sense of like what's her next move what's it gonna be now what is she doing who is she talking to like it's just that's creepy to me so sometimes I disappear for a little bit because it feels like and I think the main thing is it feels like people think that they know my life and I don't like when people think that they know Anything that I'm doing, this is probably not going to sound like it makes any sense to many people. I don't know. It, it might, it might not. But um, <laughs> when people IRL assume that they know anything specific about my life, it weirds me out because there are people who want to make up stories about who you are and what your life is and tell everybody about it when they don't even fucking know in the first place. So my biggest thing is like, mind your business. <laughs> mind your fucking business. That's it. You know, I mind my business so hard. It's like ridiculous. I literally do not care what anyone else is doing. I assume as a grown ass adult, you're going to take care of yourself and do what you need to for you, right? And I will check in and see how you're doing. But if not, peace be with you and also with you, okay? Like no harm, no foul, keep living your life. I, I, I'm not going to be the one to share someone else's information like, there's so many people who just run their mouth. Like, I don't know how they do it. Like, how, how do you have so much time to talk about everybody else's life? Like, do you have a life or is that all you do? That's the weirdest shit to me. Um, so if someone asks me about someone, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> why don't you fucking ask them? If you have a question about somebody, why don't you ask that person? And if someone tells me something about someone else, I'm not going to take it for face value because that's not the person in question. Like, I just, I don't get gossipers or people that just share information about other people. And, you know, anyway, so that's why I was away for a little bit. I just get real weirded out by that shit. And I pay attention so I know who the people who run their mouths are and I stay away from those people. And there are people a lot of times that um, will get blocked in that sense or, you know, I just, nope, I can't. Like there's no, I don't have enough time to deal with that. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life. I'm busy with my 10,000 jobs and trying to build a million businesses and trying to make this shmoney, okay? So I don't have time to like be in the gossip or like, <laughs> if you heard something from somebody, okay, 
you know, like I'm not going to fight with you about what's true or not. You either believe it or you don't. And if you believe anything that anyone says about someone else, that's not the person that you're talking to specifically or not you, then you're also stupid, you know? So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bro. I'm on a good one today. Um, people just, that's what I like about New Yorkers, bro. New Yorkers do not fucking care. You could be, <laughs> you could be on fucking fire next to a New Yorker and they will not look twice. <laughs> that's sarcasm, right? Um, there are, New Yorkers are nice still, right? They will help you out. But literally, if you're, if you're a butt-ass naked man on a subway, they will not look at you. You know why? Because if they don't make eye contact with you, you don't exist and you can't fuck with them. The minute you make eye contact with that butt-ass naked guy on the subway, guess who the fuck he's talking to? Guess who the fuck he's going to bother? You. And I swear to God, like the thing that I love about New Yorkers is that they do not give a fuck and they don't have time for it. So if you're a butt-ass naked dude on a subway, I'm not looking at you. Do not fucking touch me. The minute you touch me, then we're going to have words. But other than that, if you're just being a fucking weirdo next to me on the subway, naked, butt-ass, whatever, doing cartwheels on the goddamn poles up at the top, then do you, boo. But aside from that, out of sight, out of mind, and I'm going to my next stop, and I'm on to the next. You know what I mean? I appreciate the fuck out of those people. Energy like that, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, you're focused, bro. Focus, tunnel vision, the goal. What is the eye on the prize? We're doing that. None of this side fucking, ugh, ah, you know? Anyways, okay. So, what else do I want to talk about with you guys today? I feel like there's been so much going on and this feels so unorganized because literally I can't even remember what happened in June at this point. I like blocked out June and July. It was long. That's all I know. And now it's hot. It's hotter. And um, I don't, I'm not a heat person. Uh, I like doing things like hot yoga because I know I signed up for it and I'm mentally prepared and dressed ready for that but when I have to like just live in heat and like work and function in Satan's asshole I don't do very well like I just I mentally shut down and I again have to just focus on what the fuck I came to do because outside of that I will punch you in the face. It's too hot. I've like, I'm so hot. I'm eating ice chips. Like that's my fucking favorite right now is to eat frozen water just to crunch it for also stress relief, you know? Yeah. So there's that. (laughs) Oh God. I know I sound really aggro, but it's because (laughs) it's because I haven't, I haven't talked to you guys in a long time. So I hope you're all doing really well and being amazing. Um, I, I've just been really kind of focusing on my energy and focusing on keeping myself happy and nourished and 
putting back into my well as opposed to depleting my well and giving out to people. Like I've given not much outside of like, like work is work, you know, go to do work, go to go to do work 100% and then go home and shut the fuck down. Like other than that, like I can't, I, I haven't, like I just, I have really been a fucking turtle. <laughs> and, um, and I can't say that I'm mad at it. It probably looks really weird to the outside world. And that's okay. Because again, I don't fucking care. Because I have to pay attention to what I'm doing. And for me to make it through what these last few months have been, busy-wise, I have to internally focus. Um, yeah, I have watched a few movies. I've talked about them on social media, if you follow me on TikTok or even Instagram. Or also YouTube, I talked about them. Um, I watched Pearl which was crazy and it's supposedly the prequel to X which I saw X first well obviously because X came out first (laughs) Uh, and then I saw Pearl and that shit was Uh. excuse me was nuts and Mia Goth like I've liked her in movies before but in Pearl she just was like next level And I don't know if you've seen it. This doesn't give anything away. But in the ending credits, there's just, it's just her face. And it's literally five, seven minutes of her looking into the camera, smiling so hard, and then crying. And it just captures it just captures so much. I can't, you have to see it. So if you watch Pearl, watch the ending credits. It's literally, it's got to be at least five minutes. It's got to be longer than that. But she, it's just her smiling so hard. And that's kind of how, <laughs> this is going to sound so fucked up, but that's kind of how it's felt for the last couple of months, Okay. You're smiling so hard. You're just, you're trying to just exist and like forcing it sometimes to where there's fucking tears, you know? It's crazy. If she didn't win an award for that, she should have won an award just for the fucking credits because that shit was nuts. Um, but yeah, you, you can probably just Google that on YouTube and watch the last five minutes of the movie. The credits. Um, yeah, so the, I saw that. Oh, God, what a boring story. <laughs> I have a friend who would always do that whenever he would yawn telling a story. He would say, oh, what a boring story. Um, Soft and Quiet is a movie that I talked about on YouTube and TikTok. I think I shared it on Instagram, too. I don't remember anymore. But, um, yeah, it is insane. I don't recommend watching it if you are, I mean, it touches on everything. 
I don't want to say much about it because I don't want to give it away. And I feel like if you go in, just reading the synopsis on Netflix, just read it and then watch it. But know that you're probably going to be very triggered and very upset. There were a few times where I had to, I, I was like, I got to stop this. I can't watch it. But I got to a point where I was so invested in it then at that point that I had to see how it ended. And I had to see what the director did to the end for me to decide how I felt about the film. Um, I talk about it a little bit on my YouTube and um, in the TikTok. It's the same. I just post it on both platforms. I don't think I've done it on Instagram. I don't remember, honestly. I'm sorry. But that movie is a trip. There's a lot going on in that one. And I'm just telling you, you're probably going to be really uncomfortable and pissed off when you watch it because it's infuriating. And it's been a while since I've watched a film where I was like yelling at the screen. <laughs> um, and that was that was one of them. Uh, Vivarium was a movie that I casually one day decided I'm going to watch this because people said that it was really good and I want to see what it's about. I was not ready for what it was. Let me just say this, and I'm not going to give anything away, but I will say this. If you are at all pondering the reason or the meaning of life, maybe don't watch it that day, you know? Um, yeah, that's all I'll say about that one. Was it a good film? Yes. But when I say that a film is good, I am looking at the writing, the cinematography, and if it's a film that I think about after I've watched it. If it's a film that makes me go, well, what about that one part? Or, oh my God, and then that one thing, or then something just clicks when I think about it later, that to me is a good movie. It may not make me feel good, right? Like Tusk doesn't make me feel good, <laughs> but did I, do I still think about Tusk to this day? Yeah, that to me is a good movie because you're still thinking about it and you're talking about it. And when people bring up the name, you instantly have a visceral reaction to it. That's a good movie to me. Good in the creation of it. Not that it makes you go, oh, wow, that really made me feel good. Because not, not all art, I don't think, is going to make you feel good. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that the art that doesn't make you feel good is bad. It just means that it did its job. If you're talking about art afterwards, it did its job. Period. So that's how Vivarium was for me crazy like it's just I, I don't even have words to describe it the idea behind it was um, really creative and again don't watch it on a day when you're pondering the meaning of meaning of life because it's gonna be uh, not so fun but it's gonna be not so fun anyway regardless um, but those tend to be the movies that I like because they make me think and they make me feel something 
Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, wow, you guys, in the last while, we had Pee Wee Herman pass away, which really fucking bummed me out. That really made me so sad. Pee Wee Herman is one of my favorites. He <laughs> was just an icon. I think he was so funny. I'm sorry, Paul Rubens is his actual name, right? Pee Wee Herman was the character that he's most familiar for. Um, and he <laughs> had basically a, like a Saturday morning TV show. And it was, it was like, it was like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It was like if Oprah was on acid and lived in claymation town, but also had cartoon character friends and somehow was also on Sesame Street. Like, it was the craziest shit. His movies were awesome. The show was amazing. Um, I truly, truly think that Pee Wee Herman is one of the reasons why I will never grow up. I refuse to grow up because I learned that you could be silly and who fucking cares? And if someone's uncomfortable with you being silly or you not growing up, now when I say don't grow up, I don't mean you're not taking any responsibilities for your life because that's a whole nother psychological venture that you need to go on. But I'm talking about in spirit, just having a good time. Listen, man, a lot of the shit that I do for work is so random and I do truly believe that that's what keeps me young and young at heart and laughing hard every day but also crying because balance right those are important things it's important for uh just how to keep existing I think so yeah Paul Rubens passed and that fucking sucks I mean it sucks when anyone passes but he was one of my favorites. Um, Tina Turner. I didn't even talk about this because I couldn't. I wasn't on social very much at that time. And that was also just another fucking bummer, you know. Um, when someone that you like grew up watching. Just mimicking. I was in show choir and we did proud mary and it was such a fucking iconic song and movement the choreography and her energy she was just such fire and i remember when her when the movie um what's love got to do with it came out and me really not knowing anything about what her life was like and the fact that she went through all of that shit and through all of that shit she was performing and being iconic and being a fucking badass and then being able to persevere through that was such a like mind fuck for me and also proves why it's so important to share because so many times I see people not wanting to share the ugly, the uncomfortable, the sad, the traumatic things. And I get it. 
that's not fun shit to share, right? But if you're always sharing the pretty and the aesthetic and the comfortable and the, oh, my life is so perfect, bullshit, it's like everyone starts to think that they have to also be that. And that's such a high level of um, impossible attainability. Nobody's life is fucking perfect. Nobody's life is fucking, even Barbie's sad, okay? And I haven't even watched Barbie yet, but from what I've read of the reviews and what people have told me about, like there's, there's the pondering of life and the importance of the meaning of what life is. And, and even just being a woman in today's society, in society of all time, <laughs> because when the fuck is it going to get better? Um, it's like, come on, be fucking for real. And that's why I wanted to share this podcast. I created this podcast to share things that I'd gone through and even though I don't speak on them specifically, and I, I've said this before, I, at some point I will be writing a book. I'm just waiting for, you know, <laughs> it's a fucked up joke, but I'm waiting for certain people to kick the can. You know what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> wow, that's really fucked up. But, um, you know, like, what are you going to do? Like, speaking your truth is such a huge sigh of relief and when you have gone through something and you read a book or you hear an interview about someone who you look up to I'm not saying anybody fucking looks up to me I'm just saying as an example the things that I've learned from people who I look up to right when I learn that they've gone through shit similar to what I've gone through then I go, oh my God, I'm not a fucking alien. Like, wow, someone else can relate to the shit that I went through. Not that I want anyone to have to have dealt with any of that. But it also is a reminder that we're human beings and we're not perfect. Nothing's perfect. There's great times. Yeah, life is beautiful. But also, there's some shit there. And when people share that they've gone through stuff, wow, nobody feels alone. What a nice fucking sensation. You know what I mean? That's why music is universal. Everyone loves music. Well, if you don't love music, I don't know what to tell you. But from what I know, people love music. And there's that connection. People from all over the world like some of the same artists, love some of the same songs, go to some of the same concerts. Why? Because the words, the music, the experience, we can all relate to that. It's universal, right? So, yeah. Um, Tina Turner passing was a huge, huge bummer. And then recently Angus Cloud, which really fucking just made me sad and um, I don't like to talk about what other people's experiences with life are I don't know 
him, right? I don't know what his situation was. I don't know how he passed. But just reading some of the shit online, I just, I really wish people would mind their fucking business more. You know what I mean? Like, however he passed, he passed. Don't try to put a story behind it. Don't try to make it sound like this thing and that thing and whatever. Be respectful, you know? Somebody's gone now. Like, just mind your business. It's like the same shit I was saying earlier. You don't know what someone's demons are. And you're not, who are you to judge what the fuck someone's ability to cope or not is? Like, it just, it blows my mind when I read comments on the internet from, like, trolls or people who live in someone's basement who, like, the only thing they do all day is just, like, comment negative shit on people's posts of anything because they don't have anything going for them and they don't know what else to do to try to socialize. So they do that thinking, oh, if I'm at least negative, I'll have some kind of human interaction. Uh, or you could just be like a cool human being and interact with people the normal way and not be a fucking douchebag cunt on the internet, right? But we have those, so here we are. Um, recently, Joe Rogan had posted about Anthony Bourdain, and Anthony Bourdain was another person who I really enjoyed watching his show and just hearing his story. And people were like, just saying stupid shit, like, why would I listen to anything some dude who committed suicide says? Like, I'm sorry, where are the people that you inspired? Where's the show that you had? Where's the, the amazing um, fucking just morals of being able to travel to different countries and meet different people and interact with different people of the world? that you've done like people just want to shit on everything so much without even having anything to back it right like it's joe schmo fucking in the basement of his mom's house typing on his fucking computer in his i don't know i don't want to I was going to say Star Wars underwear, but Star Wars is cool, so I don't even want to associate that with stupid Joe Schmo in the basement. You know what I mean? It's like the same motherfuckers on Twitter who say stupid shit. Also, Twitter's dead, so okay. But um, yeah, I don't, it's, I just, I can't. I can't. And so that's why when I go away for a little bit, it's because I'm observing all of these things. And it just becomes a lot. And for me to stay focused, I have to pull away from it. And I have to focus on things that I want to do, like manifesting and doing my journaling and thinking about how I'm going to create more of my platforms and monetizing and having everything that I create be mine and have it be fruitful, you know? So I don't have time to focus on that shit. And so I pull away from that. But anyways, yeah. Um, I think, I don't know. Again, I just wanted to check in and be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's Lions Portal 88. I hope you manifested. And also just like, this is where I've been. I'm good. I've just been really busy and trying to figure out what I want to do from here. 
Um, I don't like being in a space where I feel like I'm stagnant or like I'm not creating enough or like I'm not being used for my full potential. And so I've just been kind of trying to figure that out. And um, it's all good. That's part of life, right? So once I figure that out, you'll know because there'll be another platform that I'm on or something else that I'm doing project wise or what have you but I appreciate you guys so much for listening and for um, following if you follow on anything that I do I appreciate you the fact again I've said this before the fact that anyone wants to listen to anything that I say especially this podcast being as belligerent as it is I appreciate you um Also, just as a last note, I feel like I meant to say this earlier and I maybe forgot, but if you share my podcast with someone that you know, just <laughs> make sure that they're ready, okay? Mentally prepare them for it. Not everybody can handle the Chocolumpia lessons, the hashtag TCLLT. This is a very specific grouping of people that are um, unhinged and <laughs> unfiltered. So if they're cool, cool. If not, then maybe don't suggest this podcast to them. Uh, But yeah, I appreciate you guys so much. Oh, also, I did get to see Little Miss Nasty this month. And it was amazing as usual. I, If you don't know who Little Miss Nasty is, search them on Instagram. You'll thank me later. Amazing rock and roll burlesque. I'm so grateful that they invited me to their show. I watched them. They kicked ass. This long-haired gentleman, I was towards the back, middle, actually middle-ish area. And he was like, you're so small, you should be in the front. So he like made a pathway for me. And he, along the way, was telling people like, she's so small, let her go to the front. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, okay which was so sweet. And so shout out to that guy for that. I got to be front row center at the rail for Little Miss Nasty and their new show. It's like, it's such an experience. It's not, I mean, it's always been an experience. The first time I ever saw Little Miss Nasty was four, five years ago. And I saw them in Vegas. And It literally, I found them, this is why I love them so much, because some people don't understand why I'm just always talking about Little Miss Nasty. First of all, Gina, Gina in the Eastern Bloc, and Mark, the, um, they're the directors. They are the nicest people that you will ever meet. So sweet and supportive. And they're rock stars, so that's also awesome. But, um... I had just lost my dog. My dog had just passed. This was 2018. And I had just gone through a breakup that, like, kind of made me second guess a lot of fucking shit. Like, really kind of wrecked me. And both of those at the same time, like, within the a month of each other, was a lot. I mean, my dog dying, that was my best friend. So that was... That was like my child, and um, I had her for 14 years. So when I lost her, I just, I I didn't know what to do with myself anymore. Um, but one random day on Instagram, here comes Little Miss Nasty on my, on my feed, and I was like, what is this? 
And if y'all know me, you know that I do heels and burlesque and um, am a dancer. And so instantly obsessed. And then I followed and saw my first show of theirs in Vegas. Amazing. And then from it was over. <laughs> from then on, they were so sweet, so nice. Um, yeah, so Little Miss Nasty for me represents female empowerment. It represents being a badass. It represents speaking your fucking mind. It represents owning your sexiness. It represents doing what the fuck you want and not letting society tell you what you're supposed to do. It's not letting anyone tell you what the fuck you're supposed to do. And it's not, it's not anyone telling you who you are. It's you telling the world who the fuck you are. And that's the shit that I'm, I've always been about. And that's why I also love Little Miss Nasty so much. So in case, in case y'all missed it when I first talked about them years ago on this podcast, because I know I have, that is also why. And um, yeah. I got to see them and I was in the splash zone, bitch. It was amazing. It was amazing. So yes, if you get a chance to watch them, they perform everywhere now. You can see them pretty much in any state you're in and that's awesome. Um, Check it out. I highly recommend it. Okay, I'm going to go because I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my 8-8 today. Thanks, you guys, for listening. I know this was off the rails. Listen, it's been off the rails. That was two months worth of me just, like, not having vented to y'all on this podcast and sharing what's up. So I love you so much. Have a great 8-8 Lions Portal. Manifest all the shit that you want, bitch. I'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye.